When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, before we start, you might want to check out our other podcasts covering topics like personal development and minimalism, money, health, relationships, and more. So to optimize your life in other areas, just search for Optimal Living Daily in your podcast app. Now on to the show. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 516, Three Principles to Facilitate Change by Shalene Johnson of shaleenjohnson.com. Hey, OLD friend, I'm Joss Marie, and a happy Labor Day to our U.S.-based listeners. If you're new here, this is the show where I help you optimize the many relationships in your life by narrating from blogs with permission from the authors. And today, I'll be featuring a post by fitness expert Shalene Johnson. Her post has advice on how to facilitate changes you'd like to see in your life, which includes changes you'd like to see in those near and dear to you as well. So with that, let's hear what Shalene has to say and start optimizing your life. Three Principles to Facilitate Change by Shalene Johnson of shalenejohnson.com We all know someone who we'd like to change. By change, I mean you'd like to see their behavior or habit change. This could be someone at work like your boss or at home like your spouse or child. Everyone has habits that may annoy you. You may see these habits as destructive or unhealthy or it could just be annoying. But no matter the person in their relationship to you, these three principles will get you well on your way to facilitating change. Principle number one, it's not personal. From the start, it's important to remember that this habit or behavior that you don't like, it's not about you at all. They don't keep doing it after you ask them to stop because they want to annoy you or don't love you or find you unimportant. It won't be just because you ask them to stop that they change their behavior either. No matter what their attitude or habit, remember that in their eyes it serves a purpose to them and that purpose has nothing to do with you. While you can support them and give them love throughout, The actual change has to come from within them. The power of their current behavior is so strong that they haven't found a way to make the change you suggested. And they have learned this behavior early in childhood, which makes it even more difficult to live without. The best thing you can do is to remember that it's not personal. It's not about you. Instead, put all your focus on and listen to them. You have to become a detective here. And through listening to what they talk about and bring up, You'll get clues into why they continue with their behavior and both how and why it works for them. Nine times out of ten, the behavior was learned in childhood, and because of their experiences through life, they've learned to behave a certain way. Here, you should listen, ask questions, and pay attention to their answers. It's not personal. The focus should always be on them, and you'll get closer to understanding the basis of their action. Once you start to understand this, the rest will become clearer. Principle number two. Giving up control is scary. When you're trying to help someone improve their lives, it's not the change that scares them, it's giving up the control. In order for someone to be able to change, whether it's a little habit to a large behavior, they have to feel in control throughout the process. You can help them feel in control by working on the timing of when you bring up the change. If you bring up change or ask for a different behavior while there's a conflict, everyone will be in a defensive mode. Think about when you were in an argument with a friend or spouse and they suggested you do something differently. 
you were probably defensive and immediately against whatever they said. Instead, bring it up after the argument is cooled off. When both parties are calm and relaxed, they're more open to anything that's being said. If someone feels loved, supported, and is in a calm state, they're more likely to discuss making a change with you. When bringing something up, make sure you keep the focus on yourself and your feelings, not the other person. An example would be if you hate being late and your spouse continually makes you late. Instead of yelling during the time you're running late, wait until a calm, positive time and discuss how it makes you feel. You could say something like, it makes me feel very uncomfortable when we're late. I know you're trying and it means a lot to me when we're on time. It feels like you care about my feelings when you make an effort to be on time. By keeping the focus on you, you can explain how you feel and why you'd like to see the change without anyone becoming defensive. Principle number three, you have to step up first. It's just like that Gandhi quote, you must be the change you want to see in the world. If you want someone to change, you must show an effort to change first. You have to talk about what you want to change in yourself and why. This will set a good example for the other party to become more open about change and will create a foundation for their opportunity to change. So, if you want to see someone change, start by changing yourself. Inspire someone to change by talking about how you want to improve and the things that you want to do. And talk about it when the timing is right, when someone feels good about themselves, when they feel happy and loved and supported. You just listened to the post titled, Three Principles to Facilitate Change by Shalene Johnson of shaleenjohnson.com. Thanks to Shalene. Ah, change. Something we often wish of others before changing anything about ourselves first. Facilitating change without making the other person feel defensive takes a lot of skill and patience. So when you start the process of change with who you see in the mirror first, it becomes an inspiring example. So with that, let's go ahead and wrap things up for today. Oh, and just a little FYI, you don't want to miss tomorrow's episode, which discusses signs of a toxic friendship. See you again here on Optimal Relationships Daily, where your optimal life awaits.